We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back into Sports Talk. Steve Geller along with Jeff Nowak. Welcoming in Drew Davenport to the radio huddle, criminal defense attorney. Also has a fantasy football podcast, The Auction Brief. I appreciate your time today, Drew, and how is your Friday going thus far? It's not too bad. Drop the kids off and about to have a fun night. So thanks for having me. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, you know, when folks, at least when I hear the the term indictment and one of your star football players, it can never be a good thing. Can you just really break down uh, the events yesterday that unfolded with Alvin Kamara and really what does that mean for him and this Saints team going forward? Well, people hear the word indictment and they get a little bit um, worked up about it. Yeah. I would mm-hmm. caution everyone to say, I don't think the case changed a lot materially yesterday just because there's an indictment now. That was always where this was headed. Uh, I think there was maybe some hope that this would get worked out prior to the indictment, but that just didn't happen. And they had several negotiations, court dates, where the case was unable to be settled. And what I've been saying since the beginning, this is a difficult case to settle from both sides. He's charged with a, a felony that carries mandatory prison time. And on the other hand, the, the state has a witness or, excuse me, a victim, a alleged victim here who has a lot of injuries. It's really hard to settle this case. Uh, it was always going to head towards the indictment. Now the case is really underway, um, but it hasn't materially changed his situation. It's a, it's a nasty charge, uh, but it sounds to me like they're gearing up for a fight. And we got something interesting yesterday from what his attorneys said. His attorneys made a statement, and we haven't heard a lot from them about what they're going to do or how they're going to defend him. And we got that little nugget yesterday that they said that they're going to argue self-defense and also defense of another, which is um, are both you know, uh, probably what we would guess they were going to use. But that's important information that we have now. And, you know, if you've seen the video, I don't know how they're going to argue self-defense, but there's probably a lot of things that we don't know about this case yet. So that's where we are right now. No question. And, uh, Drew, I do want to give you credit. So I remember we had you on, I think it was Mike and Bobby, or uh, Christian and Bobby at the time, had you on uh, last year, and you were the first person to point out, like, this is probably not going to get settled this offseason, and we're probably going to get through the entire 2022 season before any even considered suspension happens because it's going to take this long time to to play out. So I want to give you credit for that one. Um we had a local defense attorney on Craig Mordock yesterday, and one of the things he talked about was how, you know, this case is, you know, the the potential, um, you know, whatever comes from it is quote unquote probatable. And I do want to get some, I don't know, explanation. Like, what does that mean when you talk about something being probatable in terms of what the sentence is? 
Well, that's a great question. This is a local uh, Louisiana attorney. Is that what you're yeah, he's just he's a local defense attorney and he's kind of just he was just kind of laying out some information and he said that he believes that this would be a probatable sentence if it did come to that. Well, it 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 is and it isn't. I mean, the charge itself has mandatory time. That's that's right. not something a judge has discretion over. However, um I said this yesterday and I've been saying this all along. I don't believe they'd be taking this hard of a line if they didn't think they had something um, and when I may, and when I say they, I mean uh, Kamara and his defense team. So I think they've got something there. I my guess is that it's going to end up being a charge that doesn't have any mandatory time if it ends up getting settled. And so I think that's probably what he means. That, that I think that there is a situation where he escapes uh, a lot of legal consequence. Mm-hmm. But the thing, you know, and the first question that you guys asked me, which I, I guess I didn't really get around to in my long-winded answer, <laughs> was, you know, what is, what does this mean for the Saints and for Kamara? I really believe that the the legality, yes, it's difficult right now what he's facing, but I think that at some point that will get resolved in a reasonable fashion. But he's really got to worry about the league because the league has in their personal conduct policy that aggravating factors in these type of situations do matter. And there seems to be a lot of aggravating factors, especially if, if it's to believe, uh, be believed what, they, uh, what they're alleging in the civil suit, that there's recording of him after the incident. So we don't know if all that's true we haven't heard it but that all spells trouble when roger goodell's uh looking at this case and deciding what to do you know we are expecting some kind of punishment obviously to be uh handed out to alvin Kamara, and a lot of people have been speculating different amounts of time do you can you pinpoint a at least range where you think that's would be amount of games that the nfl would end up handing down to him as a suspension? Is it is it like six games a starting benchmark? Or would you think that that would be kind of like a max deal for him? Or there's still a lot unknown with this case still to come out kind of thing? Well, there, it, this is really hard. It's February. We don't know when this case <laughs> is going to trial. So it is hard. But I will say this. The six games number that keeps being thrown out yeah. there, there is a basis from the personal conduct policy that people are getting that six games. But I want to caution everyone because – that provision in the personal conduct policy says six games for felonious type assault. So if he's not found guilty of a felony assault and he's only found guilty of a misdemeanor, that six games becomes a little bit irrelevant because they don't have to follow that. That's not in the policy. So then they're kind of free to do whatever they want. But I still think, though, that that's a, a starting point because if the NFL looks at this and thinks it's as bad as it, as it appears from the outside, we could still be talking about six and it could go up from there. But I think that it's possible it gets resolved in the four to six uh, game range uh, with eight uh, certainly being within the range as well. But sitting here in February, there's a wide range of outcomes here. But I'm thinking in four to eight is, is where I've landed recently in recent days. And so one, one of the questions that I have is, uh, you know, obviously Tony Busby is a name that people have suddenly become familiar with. And he's been around for a while. I know he was on the Deepwater Horizon stuff way back when. And I just, how does that occur where, you know, this kind of NFL based attorney uh, ends up on these multi? Is that kind of just like a subset of what you do at a certain point if you have familiarity with trying cases involving NFL players? Because obviously he was involved in the Deshaun Watson litigation as well. Yeah. Well, I think that's what happens. And I think people will probably be surprised how many people hire attorneys based on word of mouth or reputation. Uh-huh. Um, so you don't actually know because you don't sit in a courtroom and watch your attorney practice before you hire him. So a lot of times you just you, you see a big name and you think this guy can handle the, 
the press. He can handle the the um, you know all the things that go along with a high profile case. And I don't think that's that's a bad way to think about it because you know I, I certainly have never represented an NFL player, so it, it, it doesn't mean I can't practice law. But that stuff does matter. So I think that's probably where that started. Um, and you know, Busby, for whatever people say about him, he's a shrewd operator and. If you want to make sure that you're made whole, uh, you go for somebody like that who's going to pound the table as much as possible and try to get what you believe you're due um, based on what happened. And, and I don't blame people for making that choice. Obviously, we've got a ton of time to wait for a decision here from this case still. But with looking at the fantasy football ramification, is someone like Alvin Kamara even a thought as a first-round draftable guy considering – this situation looming over him and a, a really down year last season. He's not. He's not in the conversation anymore. And to be real honest, what I said yesterday, I'm, I'm staying away from him uh, until further notice. I, he's on the, you know, he's going to be on the wrong side of 27 here in the upcoming season. Um, and it appears to be a lot of his value may have been derived from the, from the breeze Peyton combination um, in fantasy football. And, I'm just staying away from him. I really think he's going to lose a chunk of the season, even if it's only two or four. Um, but it could be six or eight. Like, I don't know why you would go on and get involved with that right now. But we got a long time till, till September, and, and I'll stay on top of that. But that's where I'm at right now. We're talking to Drew Davenport. If you want to check out his podcast, it's called The Auction Brief. If you're into any auction uh, fantasy drafts, that'd be something I would check out. And I have a question for you. It is not legally related, but who should the Saints start a quarterback next season? It, as a as a someone removed from the situation, what would your take be? That is a heck of a question here <laughs> on uh, New Orleans radio. <laughs> no preparation whatsoever. Shot out of <laughs> a cannon. All right, no, I, but I've been following all the the musical chairs. It's interesting every every off season to watch it. I really think the guy um, about a week ago was Derek Carr, um, and that that would be somebody. I really think that Carr doesn't get the respect that he deserves. But it sounds like the Jets are zeroing in on him. So I don't know. Maybe Jimmy Garoppolo is the the option, but he's being linked to Tampa now. I I believe some of these veteran quarterbacks are better than people give them credit for, just because they didn't succeed wildly in the circumstance they were in. I think we downgrade them a little too much. I think the Saints would do, would would see it as an upgrade to get get either Jimmy G or or um, Carr in there. Drew, appreciate the time today. I know it's a a date night with the with the wife, right? <laughs> yes, we we don't get many of those. No, and I, I totally get it. Uh, criminal defense attorney and fantasy football podcast host of the Auction Brief, Drew Davenport. Check out his stuff there. Always appreciate the time, and thank you for giving us some of that today on Friday. Thanks, guys. I appreciate the invite. Thanks, sir. Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak want to hear from you on Sports Talk, the Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line, 504-260-1870. Even if you're on the parade route, give us a call here on WWL Sports Talk. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.